Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Life of a Director podcast. Today, I actually have some like a super kick-ass episode. I tried to put together something really nice, so uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. Let's get into it. All right, like I said, I have a super, well, I think it's going to be a super kick-ass episode. I have a whole a whole list of things to go over. I, I realize that lists are so helpful because my mind just gravitates to whatever is just the, the shiniest object in the room and I can't, <laughs> I can't really like tell a linear or have like a linear podcast. My mind's just all over the place. But anyways, what I'm going to be talking about today is my top five of 2016 films that I enjoyed. So whatever films I went and saw in 2015. 16, excuse me, 2016 that I really liked, and then my top five most anticipated of 2017. But before I get into that, there's something that I wanted to try, and uh, it's more of like a, kind of like a news segment. I kind of just want to, I mean, I'm updated with a lot of news and movies anyways over the week, Um, so I think I'm just going to, you know, forward that news to you guys. So the news that I have is that um, if you guys have seen or if you're a fan of DC movies like I am, you might have seen that um, Ben Affleck is no longer the director of the Batman movie. And I actually have an article talking about that. But what's really interesting is that he's not the director. But so there's an article on Forbes. If you just search Ben Affleck. Batman movie, the first link is a Forbes one, and that's the article that I'm looking at. But what he's basically saying in this is that he is not going to direct the movie on set. He's looking for a partner. So it's one of those things where I think what he's trying to do is he has a vision for the movie. He has a vision for how he wants to see Batman. He's got everything laid out, but I just don't think he wants to sit behind the director's chair when it comes to actually filming the movie. Because it says he's not looking for a new director. He's just stepped down from director. And he's looking for a partner. So I think he's looking for somebody that can relay his vision for him. Without him kind of having to. But basically what he says here. There's a quote that says. So it says Affleck released the following statement. Confirming his departure as director. Quote. There are certain characters who hold a special place in the hearts of millions. Performing this role demands focus, passion, and the very best performance I can give. It has become clear that I cannot do both jobs to the level that they require. And I kind of agree with that. Um, Together with the studio, I have decided to find a partner in a director who will collaborate with me on this massive film. I am still in this and we are making it, but we are currently looking for a director. I remain extremely committed to this project and look forward to bringing this to life for fans around the world. So to me, like I was saying, it's more of a, he has a vision for everything. But you got to think he's got to he's got to be so dedicated to this character. This is a difficult character to play. It's not just, you know, like his latest movie Live by Night. He's just kind of in a shirt and tie and can bounce back and forth, you know, um between shooting and directing and I really think that having somebody be there that's more of his partner and not so much um you know, the end all be all is going to be there to kind of help support and like you know, kind of direct the film, but, um, a lot of people are saying, from what I've noticed, I think the, a lot of people are, are saying that 
the reason he stepped down is because his film Live by Night didn't do very well, which is interesting because I went and saw that one and I, I liked it. But, um, you know, it wasn't exactly a box office smash or anything. But I don't think that's the reason why. I think, you know, it, it, there, it's always funny because nobody – it seems like in Hollywood nobody can be genuine, right? Ben Affleck can't just come out and be like, hey, guys, you know what? I really am committed to this project. I care and I care so much that I don't want to do something that's going to harm the film. So I really need somebody to partner up with me. So that's really the biggest news, I guess, of the week is that he has stepped down from director, but he's looking for a partner. Um, let's see. It is Jennifer Lay's birthday. She's 55. Um, if you guys don't know who she is, she played Daisy Domergu in Quentin Tarantino's The Hateful Eight, which is a great film that you all should probably go and see. And I'm not just saying that. I used to hate Quentin Tarantino as well. But um, something just recently like got me into him. I don't know. But Hateful Eight's a good one. Um, Rings was just released in theaters. I was looking forward to seeing Rings, and then I saw that it got a 5.1 on IMDb. But then again, when was the last time a horror movie got a good score? review i mean you know there are horror movies that do get good reviews don't get me wrong but when was the last time really a movie got you know a horror movie got a good review um the space between us came out i really was interested in seeing this one because it has carla and i'm gonna butcher her last name gugino i think it's gugino gugino let me look it up real quick but she is in her and Zack Schneider kind of have Gugino. I think it's pronounced Gugino or Gugino, but I think it's Gino. Um, she's in Watchmen, Batman vs. Superman, Sucker Punch. So a lot of my favorite movies. She's in Man of Steel. She's been a part of, and so I've just been a fan of hers even way well before that. Um, the first movie I ever saw her in was Son-in-Law. And I'm trying to remember when that one came out. Let's see if I can find it. Son-in-Law came out in 1993. So it actually came out a year before I was born. But she was in that movie, and I just have always been a big fan of Polly Shore. And and I actually watched that movie pretty recently, Son-in-Law. So um, I was looking forward to seeing The Space Between Us. I'm probably still going to go see that one, even though, I don't know, maybe not. That might be one that I just took out of Redbox or Netflix. It's just, it looks good, but I don't know if it's going to be really worth going to the movies for but that one pulled in a 6.1 and then Robert De Niro released his movie The Comedian which is actually I think it's an indie film it's an indie director um I don't think anyone big budget or anything worked on it like that I think De Niro is the only one that's attached to it that's really well known but that one only pulled in a 4.6 but those are the latest releases um this week and just kind of their scores and things like that which is surprising to me a 4.6 you know, I feel like there are some bad movies out there, but damn, is it, does it have to be that bad? You know, I don't know. Um, anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed the little bit of like news segment I kind of just did. Um, you know, let me know. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you like it, if you guys want something like that. Um, I personally am going to keep doing it until there's just a mass amount flood of people just being like, bro, stop. Stop. Um, one other thing that I just came to my brain, and I don't know why I didn't think about this. Today is February 5th, which means today is the Super Bowl, Super Bowl Sunday. Um, we are getting a teaser trailer for the new Fast and Furious movie, which I, I'm i a big fan of the Fast and Furious franchise. But when I saw the trailer 
to the the Fast and Furious Eight. What is it called? Fate of the Furious. I seriously, I face palmed. I just, I seven was just so good, and it was just, I don't know if I can handle eight. But that's that's a different story for for a different time. And and so, anyways, we're gonna get a new trailer for that. The other thing I've been thinking about just came to my mind is that we haven't seen that new Justice League teaser trailer. So I wonder if the teaser trailer is going to be released today at the Super Bowl. That would be fucking cool if it was. Because they've been keeping it so locked down and just under wraps and they just haven't said anything about it. I wonder if we'll get a teaser trailer at the Super Bowl. That would be awesome. Um, anyways, like I said, let me know if you guys enjoyed that. I, I personally enjoyed it. I like talking about things like that. This is, these are things that I talk about with my friends. But let's start off with my top five list of 2016. So my top five movies, and I've ranked them. They're not they're in a, a specific order. It's not just random. So I've ranked them five being the one that I liked the least but still liked, obviously. And then number one is the one that I thought was the best. So starting in – actually, real quick, my honorable mention, which was number six, was Kung Fu Panda 3. I love – animated films like that i've always enjoyed them and kung fu panda was just awesome i love all of those movies i think they're fantastic and i like that there was three of them and they all did well i mean in my opinion they did well but um so honorable mention and then we have starting at number five we had the magnificent seven i really liked this movie at first when I saw the trailer for it, I just, you know, it's one of those things you're like, oh, that looks cool. You know, that sounds cool or whatever. And then I went and saw it and I was, it was so awesome. Just watching, you know, it's like all these characters, they're just so different, so diverse. And uh, the story though, I will say was pretty weak. It was kind of, kind of dumb, I guess. I don't know. It wasn't really dumb. It was just kind of like, oh, okay. It's a Western and these people want to take over the town and, you know, the Magnificent Seven want to save, you know, all the women and children. But it was nothing spectacular, but just the way the movie was done, the way the characters interact with each other, the actors. I'm a really big fan of Denzel Washington. Um, really like Denzel movies. I think my favorite Denzel movie is probably Deja Vu. Anyways, side rant. Chris Pratt. I've recently become a fan of Chris Pratt. I didn't really like him before. Um... And then I liked him in Jurassic World, and I liked him in Magnificent Seven. So I'm starting to—he's starting to grow on me. I'm starting to really like him. And you got Ethan Hawke, who's been killing, killing the the acting game for for a while. And so I was very, very impressed with this movie. I thought the action sequences were done really well. I thought the fighting was good. Um, one thing that I always am super nitpicky about in Western movies is the gun sounds, because sometimes I feel like when you watch a Western, when they shoot off you know, they shoot their guns and everything like that. The The sound is, like, really weak and kind of hollow. I really like it when it's powerful, like when, when they, you know, shoot in their revolver six shot and the the bass just boom, you know, that feeling when you're in the movies and the, and the bass hits and it's just like boom. I mean, not like a, a Transformers sound, but when there's just, like, weight behind a gunshot in a Western movie, I feel way more into the action and way more uh, intense into it. So I really like that one. Um, go check it out if you haven't. Number four for me is going to be The Revenant. And when I watched this movie, oh my god, I heard it was good. I went and saw it with a friend. So we were at like Buffalo Wild Wings and 
five it's in the same little shopping center as the movie theater so we're there and we're like hey we should go see a movie and okay well what what are we gonna go see and he's like well i went and saw the revenant and it was fucking awesome we should go see that and i was like all right let's do it excuse me so i'd be like let's do it so we went and got tickets and went and saw the revenant and i remember just the, the specifically the score the music score is something that is really important to me i listen you know i listen to them on my ipod my ipod what is this 2002 um on my phone and on spotify so i listen to movie scores and the score to that movie is incredible it's so simple but less is more and it really drives the movie forward less is more you know being with the message of the film and everything like that and um it shot so well. When I heard that it was shot with all natural lighting from the sun and there was no lights or lighting setups or anything whatsoever, watching that movie and just seeing how beautifully captured it was, that was pretty impressive. You know, just, just seeing it and being like, wow, this is all natural. This isn't fake. This is real. And then, of course, you got DiCaprio. DiCaprio friggin' kills it. One thing that I thought was interesting, though, is I liked his performance in Wolf of Wall Street a lot better than I liked his performance in The Revenant, but he won an award for The Revenant. And it's, I feel like it was a pity award if we're just going to talk about that for a second because The Revenant was good, but his performance and his dedication to his character in Wolf of Wall Street was eons better than what was portrayed in the revenant in my personal humble opinion but i still think he did well to to act in the cold and just to oh man i mean doing some of the things that he did he is such a committed actor and i think that's one thing that always makes me appreciate his movies is he's like he's a vegetarian apparently i didn't know that but he's a vegetarian and during the scene in revenant where he's eating the buffalo heart he had a fake one and they were trying to eat it, but he couldn't. He wasn't feeling it, so they got him a real one, and he ate it. So it's like when he's gagging and things like that, it's 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 real. You know, those are real reactions to him eating meat from being a vegetarian and stuff like that is so cool. You know, when when somebody's so dedicated to their craft, they're willing to put aside moral beliefs to get the best performance. I thought that was just awesome. And the scene where he's attacked by the bear. It's just one continuous scene, and I was grinding my teeth and covering my eyes, man. Just here, oh my god! Even thinking about it now makes my hairs stand up on my arm. Ugh, so, Revenant, loved it. Go see the Revenant. Number three on my top five of 2016 is Arrival. I <clears throat> so how I even heard about this movie? I didn't even know it existed. I went to a concert and I. Uh, had a friend who was awesome enough to purchase VIP tickets for the both of us to go see this band. So we went and saw this band, and when you got the VIP tickets, you were able to go backstage and like hang out, and we were talking and with the band and things like that. And so they started talking about how they had went and saw the movie Arrival and that they really liked it, and it was cool. And I remember them saying like, "Oh, it's so cool because it's not a super action-driven movie. It's really slow pace, but it's interesting enough that it keeps you interested." And you know, it's really driven by the story. And I was just like, you know, maybe I should go see this. Maybe I should go see this movie. I mean, the way they're talking about it, it sounds really interesting. So I went and saw it and 90% of the time I was completely confused. Like I knew what was going on, but I don't know. I had all these different parts, if that makes sense. So it's like I had 
all these parts to build a Lego set, but I didn't have the instructions. And then at the very end of the movie, they were like, hey, here are the instructions to the, to the you know, the Lego thing that you want to build. And I was like, oh, shit, this is how, it, you know, and it was like, this goes here, and this goes here, and this goes here, and this means this, and this means this. And so when they were doing this in the movie, it meant this, and this, this, this. And I just remember leaving the movie theaters and just being like, whoa, what the fuck? You know, <laughs> completely just psyched out of my mind and 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 blown away by how everything was like connected and i still am talking about that movie i'll still talk with friends i'll be like hey so you remember that you remember this part so one thing i realized and i just think about it all the time and i've only seen it once which is a total shame i should probably see it again but it was awesome it was so good and it's it's one of those movies too where it kind of just makes you realize um this has like this is not political statement whatsoever it's more of just kind of like an in general thing um i it's kind of one of those things that takes you back and you kind of realize how big of assholes humans are and it's just all of us just in general you know in these movies these these aliens come to to earth and you know they're trying to communicate with us but you know we just automatically get out our warships and tanks and we threaten to blow them up and you know we're just not a very peaceful race and it's just kind of interesting that when you watch films like that you know you kind of get taken back and you'll kind of realize wow humans are kind of big assholes and it's been that way since the beginning of time you know but it's just it's just interesting i just thought that that's some was something that was interesting to me um number two on my list i almost said it backwards i almost said the title backwards but rogue one a star wars story i almost said i almost said star wars a rogue one story (laughs) but um rogue one a star wars story i first of all i was very disappointed with star wars episode 7 100 there was so much potential for that movie to just be fucking awesome right so there's all these parts in this movie that are so good But there's just so many, like, useless characters and scenes and story plots. And it's just like, what the fuck does this have? What? I just remember watching it and being like, at the very beginning, I was like, oh, dude, Kylo Ren's a badass. He stopped that plasma laser beam from the gun in midair. And he's, like, threatening these people. So good. So awesome. And then I love the scenes where Kylo Ren, like, loses his temper. And he pulls out the lightsaber. And his lightsaber is super cool. and, And Han Solo and Chewbacca and everything is just so awesome but then there was just these scenes in between or these characters or these actors and i just was like what the fuck man like i thought poe's character was just fucking worthless and it's not he just serves no purpose to anything he's just there he doesn't do anything he shows up out of nowhere crashes his ship breathes all the time if you notice that watch star wars episode 7 again the actor that plays poe is the name Poe? Finn! No, not Poe. Finn. Finn, 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 Finn. Not Poe. I like Poe. I like Oscar. Uh, he was in Sucker Punch. I like him a lot. I like his character. Finn. God, Finn is fucking useless. He just, like, shows up and breathes all the time. And ev- I can't I can't fucking make this up. And every single scene that Finn is in, he's... <laughs> and I'm just like, stop breathing! <laughs> and I remember talking about it with my grandpa, and I was just like, I don't know if it's just me, but I get really annoyed that he just breathes all the time. That is all he fucking does. He just breathes heavily in every scene that he's in. Stop it! Stop breathing! 
I don't want you to like suffocate, but he just like stop, man. Driving me crazy. He's just useless. He shows up out of nowhere. He doesn't do anything. He's super annoying. He breathes all the time. He's doesn't know like there's no there's no drive for him. He just wants to get away. I mean, I get the whole like he's a part of the he's a stormtrooper, but he doesn't want to live that life anymore because so he wants to get away. But it's just like fuck. It's just stupid. He just he tries to ditch Ray. I don't know. I hope he has a something that justifies his story in, in episode eight. I just, I thought he was useless. I liked Ray a lot. I liked her character. Um, I really liked Poe, Luke, Han, Leia, rest in peace, Carrie Fisher. Um, so that movie was like a solid five for me. It was a 50, 50. I can watch it and enjoy it, but at the same time, I just get super frustrated. And I'm just like, God, anyways, I didn't mean to talk about star Wars episode seven for, but it's just, Having that expectation and just being like, what the hell is going on? And I just don't like this. I just didn't like it, okay? I just didn't like it. To watching Rogue One and being sucked into the movie the whole time and loving every single character. Jin Erso, Prince Cassian. Like, Prince Cassian? Did I just fucking say that? Anyways. I don't... Actually, I'm stupid. Is his name even... Is it Prince Cassian or is it just Cassian? Captain Cassian? I want to say it correctly. I don't want to... Let's look it up here on my IMDb app. Cassian. It's just Cassian. I don't know why I said Prince. Cassian. K2SO is awesome. Super, super funny. Um, I See, like, remember what I was talking about in the episode before how people are funny because that's who they are and they're not trying to be funny? The comedy in this movie was done very, very well because that character was the comic relief and that's who he was. You know, not everyone needed to be funny. So, loved Rogue One. I thought it was shot incredibly well. I thought it was just so beautiful. I love the scenes where they're fighting on the beach and when they're in the rain and going to these different planets. I just, this movie was just done so, so well. And I really have to applaud Gareth Edwards, the director, for doing such a good job. Especially with his lack of directing. He's done one indie film called Monsters. He directed Godzilla, and then Godzilla was, I'm assuming it was good, I haven't seen it, and then he directed Rogue One, and to, to just only have that many films under your belt, and already just fucking kicking ass with a Star Wars film, I'm very impressed. And I've always really liked Diego Luna, he was in Terminal, which is one of my all-time favorite movies, so I've always liked him, and then I've never heard of Felicity Jones until Rogue One, but I thought she was fantastic, thought it was great. And number one on the top of my list could, should come to no surprise to you guys, and I'm actually not going to talk about it because I've already talked about it several times, but number one on my list was Batman vs. Superman. Pretty self-explanatory. Completely blown away. Loved that movie. Um, despite what anyone else says or thinks, I thought it was absolutely incredible. I thought it was fantastic. So that is my top five of 2015 movies that I just loved watching and I loved seeing. Um, top five... Let's actually, I want to pull up, I'm going to go to my local movie theater page because they have something on here and I want to make sure I, I didn't miss anything. They have this page on here that's like movies and most anticipated movies. Okay, I guess it's not going to show up. Anyways, um, top five of 2017 and I have a couple honorable mentions as well. So we're going to start off with the 
honorable mentions. Um, honorable mention number one is The Mummy. I'm a big fan of Tom Cruise. I can't really explain why, because he's not the greatest. I just really like Tom Cruise. Get off my back. I like Tom Cruise. So we got Tom Cruise um, in The Mummy, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. I've always liked the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, and I'm definitely going to go see it, but it's nothing I'm like hella hype for. Uh, Ghost in the Shell is going to be... It, that one was close to being number five. So, Ghost in the Shell. I've never read the comic, but I really like Scarlett Johansson. I really like the way the film was shot, um, at least from the trailer, the way it looks. And I think that one's going to be really good. So, I'm very excited to see that one. Let me make sure... Nope. So, starting off with number five is actually War for the Planet of the Apes, which comes out on May 26th. The reason I'm excited for that one... I know One thing I noticed, too, it's, it's super funny... My, I always talk about my dad bringing up movies. I had never seen Planet of the Apes until my dad watched it. Then this is the reboot one with, you know, the, the most recent one with James Franco. And he was watching it one day. And so I was like, right, I'm going to sit my ass down. And this is like recent too. It was a couple weeks ago. So I sat down and I watched Planet of the Apes. And I was like, wow, this is really good. I thought this movie would be stupid. Because I remember watching the Mark Wahlberg one. And yeah, it was one bad, but it definitely wasn't good. <laughs> so I remember seeing that. But seeing this one, I was like, wow, that was really good. And I just like James Franco as well. I like him a lot. So I was like, wow, that was really good. So we turned on the second one, and I watched the second one. And I'm a huge fan of Gary Oldman. Really, really like Gary Oldman. Loved that one and was just like, wow, these are really good. These movies are really good. And the guy that fucking plays Caesar, he plays, he gets the coolest roles. So he plays Snoke in Episode 7 of Star Wars. He plays Gollum. In Lord of the Rings, he plays, obviously he plays Caesar. Like, he just gets the coolest roles all the time. He's such a badass. So, number five is going to be War for the Planet of the Apes. And I like Woody Harrelson, kind of. He's like a hit or miss for me, where sometimes I'm like, yeah, you know, eh, okay. So, we'll see about that one. Number four, which was, it was hard for me to put this one in the number four spot, but I feel like it'll make sense later, you know, when I go but number four is logan which comes out march 3rd i have been a fan of hugh jackman for a very very long time um i like his more serious roles like logan and i like his kind of like hearty i guess is the word roles like real steel and eddie the eagle um i like i don't know i've just always liked hugh jackman i feel like he's just a really kind of down to earth really kind of laid back type of guy so I've always liked him so Logan um I've always liked Wolverine thought Wolverine was a badass um I haven't seen the latest Wolverine movie where he goes to Japan though I probably should because it'll probably make sense maybe but it's in a different timeline though because of the days of future past whatever but this movie it, it looks cool because even though it is a superhero movie I feel like it's not about being a superhero right it's not like the Avengers where it's like we're superheroes and we're gonna save the world it's more of it's more of a story of discovery, you know, Logan finding, not really himself, but finding his real purpose, even though he is old and because, you know, he's just so directionless and he kind of just does what he does and he's just depressed and he, you know, his character has no real direction, if that makes sense. He just kind of does things and I feel like this one is going to, it's going to really bring his character to life at the end of his life and I think that's something that's going to be very powerful and very cool. Um, and of course it's Hugh Jackman's last time playing Wolverine, 
um, just because he's getting older. And I think he has skin cancer is, is what they said. And so he doesn't want to play Wolverine anymore because Wolverine's not supposed to, you know, get hurt or anything. So, and then Patrick Stewart, I think is his last name. That's his last time, last time playing Professor Xavier. So just the, the dedication to these characters is, is incredible as well. So very excited to see Logan. Um, number three, when I saw the trailer for this, I fucking freaked out just because I'm a, I loved the original film, which is funny, and it's going to give it away when I say this. I'm actually not the biggest fan of Ridley Scott. Like, I didn't really like Gladiator. It just, I'm sure it's a good movie, but it's just, it was, like, long. And I think what happened was when I was really, really young when I watched it, and I just didn't make sense to me, so I think it just, you know, it's one of those things where it's like you eat Panda Express, and then you get sick, and you vomit everywhere, so you just don't like Panda Express ever again. I think that's kind of what happened where I watched it, didn't really make any sense to me, and now I can't really bring myself... I've tried to watch it a couple of times. I can't really bring myself to like it. But Alien Covenant. When I saw the trailer for this, I was like, oh, shit. Just because I really like the original. I like Scorny Weaver. Um, I've played Alien Isolation. I just... I love the Alien move just specifically the first one i'm not into the second one or the third one or alien versus predator or anything like that um not into those but alien covenant is going to be so good i am so excited for that especially when you watch the red band trailer make sure you guys watch the red band trailer as well it just it 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 intensifies just the helplessness that you feel in the film. The only thing I'm not excited about is that I really just don't like Danny McBride. The only movie I like him in is Hot Rod. Other than that, I just don't like him whatsoever, and he's in that movie, but, you know, we'll see. I, he, maybe he'll do a good job, and he'll totally redeem himself, in my personal humble opinion. So Alien Covenant is coming in at number three. Number two is, uh, oh, Alien Covenant's coming out May 19th, if I didn't say that. Number two is going to be Wonder Woman, which comes out June 2nd. I cannot wait for Wonder Woman. Um, I I don't know. There's just something I'm, I'm, I'm constantly, it just makes sense, right? Just naturally, instinctually. I'm always, like, I'm always attracted to and not in like a romantic way just in a, like an in general way i'm always attracted to strong like powerful women like i love sucker punch and it's got um five super like strong independent women that are total badasses and i love tomb raider um and you know so we got wonder woman coming up when wonder woman was in batman versus superman i think that was one of my favorite parts 100 percent. just so awesome i'm just a huge fan of strong independent women just kicking ass and just handling shit. I like it when women can kick ass and have guns and just be fucking badasses and take and handle things, but they still have the like feminism and they're still, you know, emotional and they're still they're still, you know, they're still women. They're still like sexy and confident and classy. But they can also, you know, they're not afraid to get their hands dirty. So, I mean, and Wonder Woman is just a fucking badass anyways. Like, let's just be completely separated, just comic book-wise. Totally, total badass. So, Wonder Woman. Um, I'm a big fan of Gal Gadot as well. I really liked her in the Fast and Furious franchise. I like that she's sexy, but she's it's, it's she's sexy in that movie because she's smart. It's not like just... She's not just like an attractive person to look at. Like some movies are, 
hey, here's an attractive person to look at. Just look at them. There's nothing. There's no, there's no depth, right? But I feel like with her, she is very attractive, but she's smart and she's intelligent. She's witty and she's clever. And it's just, she's so interesting. And there's a lot of different layers to her as a person, not even her character, but just the way she goes about things. It's just, it's very, very interesting. And so I'm very pleased that they picked her to be Wonder Woman. And I think she's a great example just as in general, you know, I follow her on Instagram and she's always posting things every Monday morning. She posts some sort of motivational quote and it's something that I really appreciate. And I like that. So I just like her as a person. And so knowing that, that, the values that Wonder Woman has and she has had since the comic was created are the same values that Gal Gadot has as a person. That's one thing that really kind of like hits it off for me and makes me makes me interested and attracted to seeing this movie and, you know, wanting to support this character and support this movie and and be a part of it. So I'm incredibly excited for Wonder Woman. Um I'll be doing a review. You bet your fucking ass. I'll be doing a review on all of these movies. And uh, I'll be probably incredibly excited for that one. So Wonder Woman at number two coming out on June 2nd. And my number one, which should come to no surprise for you guys, which is The Justice League. That movie is rumored to come out on November 17th. So the rumor is that it's estimated to come out on November 17th. I cannot fucking wait for the Justice League. I remember specifically, and it sounds kind of funny because I just gave this awesome speech, I guess, about how I love Wonder Woman. But when I was a kid, I used to watch Teen Titans. Not Teen Titans Go, the real Teen Titans. Teen Titans on, on Cartoon Network. And Cyborg is just my one of my favorite fucking superheroes of all time. I just remember watching that and just being like, God, Cyborg's such a badass. And... And one of my favorite episodes, and I don't know why it's my favorite episode, it's like he's running out of power, and he's in this kind of junkyard place, so he hooks up two car batteries to himself to, like, power himself. Cyborg is just so cool. I love Cyborg, and I cannot wait to see what they do with Cyborg in this movie. And I think his name's Ray Fisher. Ray Fisher. This is his first feature film. He's never done a film before. They found him. While he was doing, um, he does plays in New York. I think he does Broadway. So this is his first film ever. And I'm really excited to see what he does with the character. And I'm really excited to see what, I'm really, I'm a big fan of Jason Momoa. You know, I've never seen Game of Thrones. I really want to, but I don't have like an HBO account or anything. And I'm not going to just go out and buy it if I don't know if I like it. But um, Jason Momoa, I've never really heard of Ezra Miller. I know that he's in like Harry Potter or Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. People really like him from that. Um, you know, then you got Ben Affleck, Gal Gadot, and uh, Henry Cavill. I'm excited to see what they do with Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor, though. Because, I mean, he's got he's gonna obviously going to play a critical role. I would like to see him in a suit. I would really like to see Lex Luthor in some sort of mech suit, kind of like the, the Batman suit that he wears when he fights Superman. I think something like that would be really, really cool to see him bald in a suit not necessarily anything like monstrous like a huge mech suit but just like protective armor that just you know makes him more super you know what i'm saying and i think something like that would be super cool um yeah so i'm i'm incredibly excited for the justice league obviously and i think it's going to do well i think people are going to really enjoy it i think i'm going to really enjoy it just being a huge fan of Zack schneider and all of these actors i'm a you know i have been fans of them 
for a long, long time. And then the guy that plays Commissioner Gordon now. One thing that was really funny uh, is how the guy that plays Commissioner Gordon played... I think his name is like Frank or Fred or something like that in Spider-Man. He's the guy that works at the news, the newspaper and, and hires Spider-Man to take all those pictures. So he came over to DC and now he's playing Commissioner Gordon. And then Michael Keaton, who played one of the original Batmans back in like the 80s, went over to Marvel and now he's in the latest Spider-Man movie. So it was just kind of funny that those two actors kind of switched places. But um, I think I would be more interested in seeing the Spider-Man movie if Tom Holland was in Spider-Man, but I think I'll go see it. It looks pretty f- like a fun movie. I think I want to go see it, and I just like Michael Keaton anyways. But Justice League, I just, I'm just really looking forward to this one. It's something that I've really wanted to see for a long time. I have a lot of respect for all of these actors, actresses, the director, and it's just a movie that is going to be, to me, an absolute pleasure to go see. So that's going to be my number one for my top five of 2017 and that's really all I have for you guys that's kind of just something I wanted to do I thought it would be fun um let me know what you guys think let me know if you liked it let me know if you guys like the news part just because I thought that that was a lot of fun I don't know but with that being said thank you guys so much for listening um make sure you subscribe because we are now officially on iTunes which is super kick-ass so make sure you subscribe so you can get my podcast either every Sunday or every Monday morning, I'm deciding on which day I want to upload. So far, it's being Sundays. Um, if you guys want to, feel free to tweet at me, which is at Colton Cresser. Yes, my first name is actually Colton. It's not James, so it's going to be at Colton Cresser. Or I'm going to start a Twitter, probably a Life of a Director Twitter. So yeah, when I start that, I'll have you guys follow that. But like I said, please don't forget to subscribe, comment, let me know what you guys think. Let me know what your guys' movies are. Like, what, what are you guys most excited to see? Feel free to tweet at me or comment on this video on the SoundCloud or do whatever it is that you got to do. But with that being said, it is very much appreciated that you guys tune in and listen. I hope to see you guys next week. We'll catch you later. And uh, I need a better sign-off than this. I want to, you know, I need something clever that's like, you yeah, happy, you know, lights, camera, action, end scene, cut. Anyways. It's been, it's been real. It's been fun. We'll catch you guys later. Bye.